0: We're still in our, in our sermon series of Beyond and the journey, elements of a successful journey, and, and I really love talking about this, especially when we can bring theology around into it, because a lot of times people come to church, especially in North America, and they think, well, you know, I go to church, I just go to church, and then, and then I go on with my life during and throughout the, the week, the day, and, uh, and it's not something I really have to work on. I read my Bible once in a while or whatever, but honestly... It takes work. It takes work to be a disciple, it takes work, and the journey is long, and the journey can be um, painful, and the journey can be difficult. Uh, but it can also be gl- glorious and wonderful. There's all sorts of things. It all depends on where your perspective and your focus is on at the time. And today I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, I do a lot of studying on leadership in, in my uh, at seminary, and, and I really I really love how theology comes around and how God has given us all sorts of different um, ways we can lead, and, and, and even in our own journey, but also lead others as well. And today I want to look at Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. And it goes like this. I'm going to read it for you. You'll have to clear that background screen. Otherwise, that's all a mess. You can do it. I'll just read. this is a very interesting. You've heard it before about running the race and persevering. And, and, and a lot of this imagery that is used is, is, is talking about how um, ancient Greeks would, would do marathons and races, right, and how you, you trained and, and everyone understood the games, that you trained for the games. When you went to uh, any kind of competition, you didn't just show up and be like, hey, I'm here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a full marathon, actually I'm going to do triathlon, I'm going to do all that, without ever practicing, without ever doing anything, without ever training. I remember years ago, I, uh, I did the uh, Ride to Conquer Cancer several Years in a row, and you think, "Well, it's just riding your bike. How hard can it be?" Well, the first year really kicked me in the pants, literally, because you're sitting on a bike for a long time. But other than that, it was it was very difficult for um, a guy at that time of my age without training. And uh, I wiped out a few times, took took a hit pretty hard a few times, and then it's like, okay. But watching people who would ride with flags. Um, and those flags sent was meaning they had cancer and have survived it and are able to continue and are in this thing. And so that would, that would spur you on. It would spur you on to do it. But you can't do this thing without training. You have to do something. And it's like anything we do. And our, our spiritual journey is very similar. We, can't, we don't just accept the Lord and go, well, I'm saved. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Watch a few videos. You know, maybe read it every now and then and, and uh, move on. It's not like that. We're trying to be like Jesus, as flawed as we are, as difficult as we are. You know, we all get together with family members, and and there's always somebody who's difficult to deal with, and if you don't have one, it's probably you. Um, (laughs) But the point is, it's like we all get together, we all have different personalities, and You know, we're trying to be like Jesus. And some people just make it difficult. Not just family members, friends, people we work with. They make it difficult for us to be like Jesus. But Jesus never said, well, you're going to come here, it's going to be a piece of cake and no problem. He said, I'll walk with you through this. And so I want you to understand this morning that we're never to lose sight of the destination. The destination is Jesus. He is our goal to be like him. Losing sight of your goal whatever that goal may be, but especially in our journey with God, can make it harder to accomplish that goal. So what is your goal of your faith? What is the goal of your faith? In the previous chapter, chapter 11 of Hebrews, the author lisps. <laughs> no, he doesn't lisp. I actually don't know if he does or not. But he lists a group of people that did a lot of great things. Some very recognizable characters of Scripture and some minor characters of Scripture from the Old Testament. And sometimes that particular chapter of chapter 11 is said to refer to the heroes of the faith because many of them, like Abraham, Moses, and Noah, believed and did extraordinary things. A lot of them didn't even see it. Some of them did. And it's for those individuals whom the author describes as such a great cloud of witnesses who presently surround believers. That's in the first verse we read. Now the word for cloud in the original language doesn't mean just a cloud, surrounded by a cloud, fog rolled in. It's talking about multiple clouds, many, a bunch, a whole bunch of clouds. Have you ever looked up and seen it where there's so many clouds, it's not just one, but they're all kind of individual? He's saying that's, those people are looking at us. Now we, we don't believe that they're actually looking down on us and watching us from heaven, but the verse is a picture that those who've gone before us are cheering us on. And they would be cheering us on if they could see us. So how do we run this race? How do we run this race? I have a couple things for you. And and it's simple, but we we don't always do it. The first way we run the race is that we look forward forward. And you're like, well, that's pretty simple. Well, do we do it? All the characters mentioned in Hebrews lived their lives focused on the future Messiah. Messiah hadn't come. That was their goal. If you were living in Israel at any time, it was always about the Messiah who was coming. But he hadn't come. That was their future. That's what they were looking towards. That was the goal. And you'll see that in Hebrews chapter 11, 13. It says all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them, saw them from afar. It was the vision. It was the goal, and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. That's huge. That's sometimes how, you know, we have to look at things. Like we're we're striving for a goal. We might not always get the goal, but we still have to have that goal. We still have to look ahead. These characters throughout Scripture, they kept their eyes fixed on the distance, and this motivated their faith in that present moment, in that time. They were motivated by that. And in our own journey, when it's difficult to see through the fog, I don't know if you've ever been in a fog where you can't see a foot in front of you, but that's when we live by faith, when we're in the fog, and we don't quite know where to go. That's how we live by faith. That's how we trust God, that he set us up in the right direction. Why? Because we've been doing our disciplines. We've been praying. We've been reading scripture. We've been learning and growing in our faith more on that journey. So when the fog rolls in, we still know where to go. So you need to look forward. And the other one is similar, but it's different. The second way is to set your focus on Jesus. We can look ahead, but not focus on anything in particular. We can stare off into space, look at whatever, it doesn't matter. But as we move onward in our journey, we need to firmly set our eyes on what it is we're looking for. And in our case, it's Jesus. And this is the case, the author states in chapter 12, the finish line, the goal of the race is Jesus. Believes are to look to him as they run this race with endurance, and the only way you get endurance is to run and to train. That's how we handle these things in life. So I do, I do driving instructing for, for new firefighters in fire trucks. And um, I'm one of the instructors, and, and my, my job is to help them manage where to put this giant beast. Because most of them have only driven a car. And so you put them in a you know, a, a huge, massive ladder truck, and they've got to maneuver this thing around tight corners and in cities and not hit things. You have to know what's around you. You have to feel the truck. You have to kind of be part of it. That, that's what you get by practicing and driving around. Um, but... I explain to them, when you're driving emergency, don't look at the car in front of you. Look at the cars way down. Look at the road way down, All right? The cars are there, you see them, but you want it where you're going. Okay, so if I'm driving down Fraser Highway, I'm like, I need to go at 264. I'm looking for 264, and that's what I'm looking for, straight ahead. Because if you start to focus on the things right here, you start to steer towards them, right? Um, It's important that your focus is not on the problems or the car in front of you, it's on the goal. Professional uh, downhill skiers do the same thing. You you might have seen this thing online with Simon Sinek, he's a leadership uh, conference guy, and and he says, downhill skiers, you're like, how do they get down through all these trees? Well, a downhill skier doesn't go, watch out for that tree, watch out for that tree, watch out for that tree, he doesn't do that. They follow the path. Between the trees. And as long as they're focused on the path, they don't hit a tree. But if you focus on a tree, you will hit the tree. Yes, have you ever hit a tree? I have. I was staring right at it, and it was like a magnet to my face. So if you're focused, it's what you're focused on that matters. It's important. And when we don't focus on the right things, it leads us in those directions. It leads us in the wrong things. So many young people need to learn this at a, at a very young age because they need to know if you're focused on just how I feel and what's going on around me and all that, that's all you're gonna be absorbed with. You're not gonna know about anything else that's going on around you, in front of you, behind you, beside you. And we don't focus on, and I've talked about this a lot lately, is the, is the long game. I sound so old when I say that. you got to focus on the long game, son. But it's true. All the other stuff in between is important. The little things count and matter, but you got to have a long game. Otherwise, what are you doing? you got to have goals. you got to have purpose. Our purpose is to be like Jesus. That's great, and that's good enough. That's good enough. You can have other goals, but that should be the main focus. Everything else will work around that. It's what you focus on. If a thought is in the forefront of your mind, that's what you will focus on. How many of have had those days? Or nights? You're laying in bed, and it won't go away. Yeah, you've all, we've all had it. It just won't. And try telling yourself not to think about it. You think about it more. I have this thing called tinnitus. My ears ring constantly. Too many rock concerts as a young person. If I think about it, I can hear it. (laughs) If I don't focus on it, it goes away. But it's always there. See, I don't focus on it. I probably have other issues and probably should get that looked into. But the point is, it gets louder as I think about it. And I'm like, just go away. And it's like, it gets bigger. Believers need to focus on Jesus, the goal of the faith. Are there things in your life that are distracting you from the focus of Jesus Christ? My question to you today is what is hindering you on your journey that you haven't let go of and that you're bringing along with you because you like it? Are you focused on the trees? Are you focused on the path, on the goal? Whatever that distraction is, whether it's other people, whether it's like relationships, whether it's health, whether it's material possessions, whether it's your career, the believer is called to set that aside and focus on Jesus. It doesn't mean you can't have a career. You know, we, we get caught up in, in the church because we're like, well, I just got to focus on Jesus, so that means I got to become a missionary. I got to go off to where, maybe you're not a missionary. You can be a missionary wherever you are, but the point is, are you like Jesus? Are you, are you, are you focused on him? Are you being that example everywhere you go? It's different for everyone, but the odds are the person on the journey knows what they've brought too much with them. And it's time to set it down. I would like to encourage you today to set it down to make it easier on yourself and focus on Him. The race demands us to do away with everything that hinders sin and what else so wrongdoings things bad things we're doing and whatever else is in the way it might not be a bad thing it could be a good thing but it's hindering you get it out of the way because if it threatens your relationship with God that's a problem anything that slows you down or trips you up you must let go of it and you're like well I got a few things yeah we all do one at a time, one at a time, and focus on him. Remember? Think of all those issues as the trees. Focus on the path, and you won't smoke yourself in the face with a tree. I mean, every now and then you might get a branch in the face, but the Apostle Paul says to put off your old self, which is being corrupt by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on a new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. He's saying you have, to, you have to put it off and then put on the new. So you have to do something. We all think that, well, Jesus is just going to change me. He changes you, but you need to do something about it. You need to put it on. Put it on. In the 1980s, remember the uh, American hockey, the U.S. hockey team was uh, going against the uh, USSR and and basically the U.S. team, they won, but they, they wore the team down. They wore the Russians down by just moving, moving the puck, moving the puck, outbeating them to the puck, constantly running them down with, because of endurance. They got in shape. They were prepared, and they just wore them out to the point where they would win. It takes training. It takes discipline to follow Jesus Christ. Because it's going to be difficult. You need to build that endurance so that when you go through difficult times, you can handle it with the help of Jesus because you're focused on what that goal is. One commentator points out that one of the classic rules of running is that you don't look around at the runners next to you to gauge your, pro- your progress. You look at the finish line. You don't walk with your head down staring at your feet. You're going to run into things. It's the same idea. Don't get distracted. Focus on that goal and make sure you're right on the money. You need to be laser focused on that finish line. And we too have that finish line. We run because we should be looking to Jesus for everything that he is. We should be running to him. Jesus and his message of the good news is our objective on this journey to share the love, the grace, the peace that he has. And he's given to us. So as you go throughout your week, what are the trees blocking you? What are the things in the way? What are the things you're holding on to that you won't let go, that are weighing you down? It's time to let those go. You need to look look forward, look ahead, where you're going, and laser focus on Jesus. That's going to get you to the goal. But the second you start turning off, distracted focus on him in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path you don't believe it well it's kind of straight straight in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight we need to think about this as we go through the week, as we go through today. It doesn't matter how long the race is. doesn't matter if it's short, medium, or long. We're to keep our eyes on him. Everything else will fall into place. Focus on the path, whatever that is. Focus on him. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this day. I pray that we will learn to look ahead and that we will laser focus on you and who you are, and to be like you. Help us as we go in our different directions. Bring to mind uh, things that we're lacking and help us to implement those into our daily lives so that we can be more like Jesus. Thank you for everyone here and everyone watching online. I pray that as they go in their separate ways, be safe and bring us back here next week. In Jesus' name, everyone set. Amen. Amen. Amen.